1: Good morning, Philip. Good morning, Ricardo. Nothing between us today for the first time in 18 months.
0: I know. We're back to normal with no... Plexi, uh, plexi it, No plexiglass yeah. uh, barrier between us from the last 18 months. So totally back to normal,
1: right? Yeah. We went from doing this by Zoom mm-hmm. to doing this in two different rooms to doing this in the same room but with a plexiglass, and now it's the first time I see you without any interruptions
0: except for one thing there's something different though about today
1: that you decided to switch <laughs> our seats and, and yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm not finding my place as much as I preach about the goodness of change, I, I don't know. I like that one. <laughs>
0: I got here one minute early and I decided I'm going to really freshen up what we do here. So we're going to have some great ideas because we're sitting in different seats now.
1: And we'll need great ideas because as we said last week, these are not easy gospels to preach about. We we, we are in chapter six of, of John's gospel. It's a series that begins with the miracle of the multiplication of the loaves of bread and the fish, and now we we begin a series of Gospels that will sound very theological, but but about about the Eucharist, which is one of our core beliefs, so we will try our best to, to give it justice. Before you read the gospel, let me just expand on
0: that. And there's really three parts to John chapter 6. We'll work through most of it now, but it's kind of like the introduction is today. So it's chapter 6, verses 22 to 34. But then Jesus will speak a lot, chapter 6, 35 to 69, kind of the proper discourse. And then the response of the disciples follows that. So it's mm-hmm. kind of like three parts, and that's verses 60 to 71. So I'm
1: going to read from where? Uh, you are reading chapter 6, verse 24 to 35 in John's gospel.
0: When the crowd saw that neither Jesus nor his disciples were there, they themselves got into boats and came to Capernaum looking for Jesus. And when they found him across the sea, they said to him, Rabbi, when did you get here? Jesus answered them and said, Amen, amen, I say to you, you are looking for me not because you saw signs, but because you ate the loaves and were filled. Do not work for food that perishes, but for the food that endures for eternal life, which the Son of Man will give you. For on him the Father, God, has set his seal. So they said to him, What can we do to accomplish the works of God? Jesus answered and said to them, This is the work of God, that you believe in the one he sent. So they said to him, "What sign can you do that we may see and believe in you? What can you do? Our ancestors ate manna in the desert, as it is written, he gave them bread from heaven to eat." So Jesus said to them, "Amen, amen, I say to you, it was not Moses who gave the bread from heaven. My Father gives you the true bread from heaven. For the bread of God is that which comes down from heaven and gives life to the world. So they said to him, Sir, give us this bread always. Jesus said to them, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me will never hunger, and whoever believes in me will never thirst.
1: I have a very good, I think, a very good focus question. Who, who is they? Who is Jesus talking to?
0: Hmm. Give me your thought. That's a really good thing to think about.
1: He's talking to those who've been fed by Jesus, mm-hmm. right? But that it's important to keep that in mind, as as Jesus is is giving his his thoughts, because because it's very important to know who he's talking to. And what I believe is happening is that, especially with this comparison between the bread of life, the Eucharist, compared to the to the manna, manna how do you pronounce manna. it in English? Manna in the desert is that we, we humans, uh, you know, this pyramid of needs that, that we've heard about before, that, that Jesus was feeding them and he's inviting them to a, f- a feeding that is beyond the physical feeding. But these people whom he's talking to seem to be just worried about the, the physical need for feeding.
0: You're right, and I think that's the major kind of chasm here in sort of what's, what's happening, mm-hmm. this focus on uh, on just the physical food and and physical hunger and Jesus speaking of something even deeper than that and even greater than that and a lack of understanding. So that's where this goes, in which there's going to be a lack of understanding on the part of some about this. But yeah, you're right about that, exactly.
1: And, and what is interesting is that the Mena... Mena, you say? Mena. Mana. How many times will I ask you? <laughs> Mana, as we say in Spanish. There was no pretension that that bread was more than feeding. You know what I mean? I think that's what Jesus is saying, that the bread I'm giving you compared to that bread that the people of Israel receives in the desert, both from from the Father, both from God. But there is no pretension in the Old Testament story that that bread meant more than just helping people to survive. Exactly.
0: So, you, so in a sense, you see like a fulfillment here, a step further on the part of Jesus. In fact, the first reading is from the book of Exodus and the the manna that comes down from heaven there. So you have that encounter in uh, in the first reading. So it's a beautiful moment to look at that first reading and then the gospel. And uh, Jesus points, points back to that and, and says, okay... There's bread. Let's talk about that. But here's what I'm talking about in the bread of life and the bread that came down from heaven. And what I appreciate about John chapter six, and I'm going to say this often because it's so true, but there's a lot of repeating. This is why we say it's Mm -hmm. a little hard to preach on because it's a lot of repeating on the part of Jesus. But he knows. So I told you this is like the introduction. He knows, yeah, this is going to take some teaching, some thought, some prayer and a real depth of understanding to come to appreciate kind of the boldness of what he's saying.
1: My recommendation would be for anyone in charge of preaching to to take a look at the whole thing from beginning to end and plan a little bit how the materials are going to be distributed. So I was at a funeral of a priest the other day and, and this other priest came to me and he told me I love the podcast. I think sometimes you you could be more explicit about what people are are going through. The the people we are preaching to, they they are in the middle of summer. They listen to this gospel and what, what goes through how does it relate to their lives that's that's the difficulty or the challenge or the or the blessing also the challenge and, and blessing at the same time of this gospel now how to make the the uk is relevant i would say do you agree i agree that's the the challenge for
0: preaching and why you know, a major part, I know for you and for me, a major part of our thought and our prayer and preparation is that community right mm-hmm. there. It'll be different from the next one over even or, for, or at a different point in time. And yeah, so I, I think a lot about that. And that's where it's hard, just the two of us here in kind of this this format here of a podcast. It's a little hard to drill into that because diverse experiences and, um, but there is a sense of time though. Summer for the most part in some parts of the world, not necessarily, but it, it really hits on the, the bread of life and the Eucharist and really that it's that it's that food for our daily life mm. you know that's part of the also the very fundamental prayer here that that hopefully will result from John chapter 6
1: and with the excuses of speaking about the Eucharist Jesus is inviting us to a deeper life no to a, to a life of deeper meaning and and that that's one one of my obsessions what does that mean and how do I live a, a deeper life I think that's part of what's going on in this in this whole chapter in well, John's Gospel.
0: in fact, that's how this starts. Jesus and his disciples, they get into boats and they go and they find him across the sea. It's kind of interesting where he is across the sea. What I think about is it's those steps that, that we're asked to take, to continue to take one more step in discipleship and to go over on the other side of the sea. If someone doesn't want to do that, okay, well, Jesus is over there. He's invited you, but if you want to stay over on the other side, you can choose that life if you want.
1: Maybe this will sound arrogant, but I think this is the word of you listening to me for five years. You just said (laughs) what I would have said myself. I I preached recently if I ever made it to be a bishop, my motto would be let's cross to the other side. Mm. That gospel from the from the storm, it was funny that some people laughed, some people didn't get the joke. But but interesting, this going to the other side that you just identify, right? And I think that's that's a common theme with all these gospels that we are going to read this this weekends so is is an invitation to a deeper life and and to see things beyond what they what the physical need. Beyond beyond a normal life of survival into a, a life of fruition and fruitfulness.
0: I agree. And this is the nourishment that, uh, that the Lord gives us. It's a response. It's an answer to our human need uh, that we all have nourishment.
1: So my last question today, Philip, will you call me tomorrow? A text maybe? I'm turning 49. 49. Mm-hmm. Wow. <laughs> Happy birthday in advance. And then I will call
0: you on Sunday. Yes. Why? 13 years of uh, priesthood ordination anniversary. I mean, priesthood ordination anniversary is Sunday. I was a later ordination into the summer, so 13 years. So, yeah, it's a good time of year for both of us. So... Is this two calls or texts, or can we do it with one? I, I think we can do one.
1: Yeah. <laughs> what about we do in the middle of it, which is Thursday, Sunday, maybe Saturday? I text you, you text back, and that's right. And we call it we call it done. All right, let's see if we accomplish that. Take care. Take care.